Wow. Mm. Lord, we just, uh, I just see you just just continuing to expand our consciousness, unlocking areas, even mm-hmm. even tonight, you know, unlocking areas in our understanding regarding your your heart, that we could just rest. <coughs> I just see myself continually resting in, in greater security in your arms, Lord, mm-hmm. just knowing your inescapable love. So I just release the realm of revelation of that tonight in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Amen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, you know, I just want to start talking about just just the Father, the Father of glory, Father of our spirits, and uh, <laughs> and, and how security, you know, um, there's that age-old argument about, you know, are we once saved, always saved, you're secure in your salvation and all that stuff. And, and all that seems a lot like Baptist jargon to me. I don't really care, you know what I mean? Like, who cares about arguing over all that stuff? But we know now, in Christ, you know, one of the phrases that I do enjoy is that everyone is saved and safe. <laughs> and uh, um, safety and security is a big deal, like... And, and this is what the finished work reveals. I think a lot of times we do get confidence in the finished work, but sometimes there's still little, like, questions in our heart, like, what if I don't keep up with this? Am I going to fall away? What if I don't keep up this discipline? What if I don't keep up that thing? And, and uh, But there are so many scriptures talking about God keeping you. I don't know if you, like, remember, like, it, until it was brought to my consciousness, like, I didn't... You know, realize how many times the word like "keep" is in the Bible, like just just keeping us. You know, um, it, one that came to mind during the notes was Jude one twenty four says, "Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and present you blameless before the presence of His glory with great joy." <laughs> yeah, let me read that again. To him who is able to keep you from stumbling and present you blameless. Before the presence of his glory with great joy. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like there's yeah. not nothing of your like efforts there, you know. Um, him who is able to keep you. And a lot of times, you know, we might think, oh, well, he's able to maybe keep me in for heaven someday. But we're seeing that removed from our mindset about heaven someday at all. You know what I mean? It's all about... God is able to keep us mm. in fullness, like not just yeah. saved, but in in all of it, like safe and secure and everything. And uh, oh, like the, the very blessing, like the the Abrahamic blessing or whatever, or uh, who gave it first? It's the high priestly blessing of Aaron, I think. Um, you know, may the Lord bless you. And keep you, and a lot of times you just heard that phrase so many times, it just becomes religious jargon, you know. But it's like one of the big things that they were praying for, which is therefore one of the things that Jesus uh, fulfilled, is that the Lord would bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you, look, look upon you with favor, and give you his peace. <laughs> But the security, the security, that the keeping is a part of that prayer. The keeping is a part of that promise fulfilled in Christ. And so, 
um, you know, I, I want to en- just encourage us to, to allow ourselves to scandalously go on that journey with the keeping of the Lord, like, like security, eternal security. The security of our Father is the only thing that can wipe away those insecurities. You know, um, whoa. Uh, we're going to talk in a, in a minute just to, you know, Jesus Christ revealed the Father. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Jesus Christ is the only one that taught us to pray, our Father who art in heaven. You know, and uh, revealing these arms that are holding us. Hey. <laughs> The, the vastness of these arms that are holding us, like, not just the arm that is long enough to save, you know, the long arm, not of the law, but the long arm of the Lord, the, the Lord, the long arm of the Lord, so long to save, but so powerful to, to maintain that salvation that he's given us, you know, and, and to maintain that in every way, like, um, from the day that you first realized it, but on into mm-hmm. eternity. And so it's like even this glory to glory thing depends mm-hmm. on Him, you know. Hey. <laughs> but, you know, insecurities uh, is one of the main things that that uh, keeps us in unconsciousness. Because um, until you're made conscious by <laughs> Jesus, like, until Jesus awakens you, almost all of human behavior is just a manifestation of people's insecurities. And uh, this is, I'm just speaking kind of from mystical experience here, like, I've just seen it all across the body of Christ, all across the world, that most people, this is why Jesus said, forgive them, Father, they don't know what they do. Like, like anyone before they're awakened has any idea what they're doing. It's just confusion, you know. It's just unclarity, and uh, what's so cool is how compassionate like God is to say, "I forgive them," you know, in the midst of that. Not just because I'm choosing to love them, but He He understands how confused we were, like how unconscious we get in our behaviors, and so. But what's so amazing is uh, the revelation of the gospel which reveals the finished work like we've been talking about. That's in I, Everything I'm saying tonight is interwoven with that. But revealing these arms of a Father, like mm. uh, knowing where we came from, who we are, and where we're going, is a big deal mm. for like being able to live a healthy life. You know, To know our origin, because the fatherhood of God speaks to our origin. You know... Mm. Um, a lot of times when it says, like, you're a son of God, or do you, in other places, like, do you know what spirit you are of? Like, to be of something, and you know, means that you are of that substance, like you're proceeding from that. Like, you're, like, it's not just, a, you know, you're a son of God so that uh, God is related to you, but also that you are of God. Like, you're, you're you know... <coughs> That's why they were so scandalized when Jesus, you know, claimed to be the Son of God. Because in their day, to claim to be a Son of God was to say you're equal with God. 
you know. And, uh, and now in our day, we've tried to hew that down, you know, to make, oh, I'm just a son of God, saved by grace, or something. It's like, you're just God, saved by grace? or what, Like, that's the Jewish mindset would have been, you know? You're just God. You're just of your Father, you know? And so, knowing God as our Father, just it, 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 it fries all of these insecurities, you know? Oh, Knowing God, like, uh, where you've come from, who you are, and where you're going is based on your Father. You know, it's based on this. And uh, and, and so Jesus coming to reveal uh, us as the children of God, to reveal the fir- being the firstborn among many brethren, teaching us to pray our Father who art in heaven is, like, it's so big. And uh, I know this isn't like new information for you guys, you know, but I just want you to continue to let it like ruminate. And, and we're not moving past the Father Heart of God reality, you know. And it, it wouldn't be right like as a, as a ministry school to not just like, you know, come back to this and just taste of it again and drink of it again and say, you know, all of us, like me included, like, Every day, I'm, st- or at least every season of my life, the Lord's bringing me back to a new way where I'm becoming more secure in His Father's love, in my Father's love. Like, there's, there's a, I mean, if you think, oh yeah, I got the Father Heart of God message down, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like in every season, you're like, you're, you'll be like, oh my God, this unconscious behavior stems from that area where I wasn't aware of how much I'm loved. You know, how deeply and profoundly, like, I'm touched yeah. by knowing my Abba. Mm. And uh, I, don't, I don't ever want to start talking about the finished works as some dogma or doctrine, you know, that's separate from this juicy, like, <coughs> you know, this, uh, this tenderness, you know, mm. this security uh, in real relationship mm. with a real person called our Father, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. So thank you, Daddy, right now. Hey, your kisses in this room. Ha ha! Woo 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 Just kiss us this week again, you know, in a new way, Dad. Just play with us. Just, just, uh, you know the different areas that each one of us is uh, just becoming more secure in as we awaken to your reality. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Baba. Baba, we breathe your fragrance. We breathe your Father's hug. In this atmosphere, Lord. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, this, um, you know, the security. Knowing who our daddy is personally, um, it, 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 it's such a transformative, you know, it just continues woo, 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 to be such a transformative thing for areas of our heart where, um, you know, I heard, I heard something like 85% of the families in America would classify themselves as dysfunctional, you know, or whatever. And that's probably... You know, it's probably just a hundred percent, but the other fifteen percent, or <laughs> thought they had it all together. I don't know. You know, but like every family. Oh, you want to turn that off? Can you? Yeah, yeah. Is that okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, it's a, how do you... Oh, the fan is the, the longer one? Uh, or the, the shorter one? Uh, you want the fan off? Is it okay? Are, are you guys... Yeah, okay? I can reach it, right? Okay. Let me step over the bathroom. Okay. Oh, there's a But yeah, it's like, uh, you know, 85% or whatever. But in, in reality, it's just, it's, it's pretty much everybody experience this dysfunctional family thing, you know, and uh, I'm not one that's big into going back into all these things and trying to explore all that. It, it you know, lies, you know, are dispelled by just realizing truth. And, uh, you know, darkness has no power, just shining the light. And uh, seeing our Father, the Father of lights, coming in and knowing, but it, but it, it does have to be like, you know, something that you experientially know, like in the core of your being, you know, um, knowing daddy, uh, this, this gospel, not just revealing a message, but a capital M message, the, the, the personality, you know, continuing to talk with your father, like being okay with asking daddy questions, you know, or just interacting. And this is all basic stuff, but I just want to continue to encourage us as we go forward, you know, as as gospel junkies, to just keep talking with Papa, you know. Um, hey, just just see the smile of your father, you know. This uh, that's another reason I love the shack, even though God's a black woman in that. But the mother heart of God is really as intertwined as anything. I'd probably talk on the mother heart more if I knew that I wouldn't lose most of the people. To listen to what I'm talking about, <laughs> I probably will in the coming days talk a lot more about the mother heart. Um, I'm almost kind of choosing my battles right now, saying, "All right, I, I've already whittled down the people that listen to me by 99 <laughs> percent." So uh, if I want to, when I'm ready to whittle that other one percent down another 99, then I'll I'll really start talking more about mother. But Whenever I say father, if you want to put the word mother in there in your mind, I don't, that, that's powerful, you know, because it's, you know, God is both. I, I see Holy Spirit, especially as mama, you know, and you'll hear me, and most of you have picked up on that in my language, you know, and uh, to see this, this family love, this, this triune family where you're standing in the, in the seat or sitting in the seat where Jesus is. And so the other two is just mm. Papa and Mama and you. <laughs> Papa. Papa, Mama, and you, Papa, a.k.a. Mama. Jesus. Amen. You know. Papa's and the so just beginning to allow this to, to be so practically and experientially real, you know. Mm. Um, because, you know, and I brought up that, that number about like 85% of the people have had... Uh, uh, dysfunctional families, kind of just to say that every one of us, even if you know you didn't fit in that eight, in that eighty five percent, every one of us has was created with so many family like needs. I mean, they're not needs because they're met, but they really, if they weren't met, they would be massive needs for our heart to like to feel this. And no family could satisfy that, you know. Not even the best family could could fulfill those. And so it's like 
this spiritual union with, you know, imagine Jesus trying to live out his mission without communication with his dad, you know. It's like ridiculous, but so many of us have tried that, even in ministry, you know, on a daily basis without that assurance. Um, of course, you guys are familiar with the fact that Je- before Jesus even did any ministry, the voice from heaven says, my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased, you know, mm. to have that word spoken personally, you know, mm. you can just hear it over your own life, even personally right now, mm. like from the inside, the father's like, these are my beloved kids in whom I'm well pleased, mm. you know, and uh, mm. there's just these, these, uh, these family mm-hmm. needs, you know, uh, within each one of us, we we were created in this community, you know, in this community of the Trinity to experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, hey, I just encourage you to go on journeys in your imagination, you know, in your dream life, waking or sleeping, your dream life to just play with Mama and Papa, mm-hmm. the Mamas and the Papas. Someone was listening to in our. <laughs> Your LSD trip. Yeah, yeah. Take a little leave from the sun's dominion and go on a trip with Mama and Papa God, dude. Just begin to see, you know, um, maybe your father never played with you, you know, like maybe your mother never had time for you, or or you were a part of a big family that never took the time, or maybe they were ministers that didn't have time, you know, and uh, all of that can be. The, the amazing thing is how powerful just a just a wow. moment is with Daddy to wipe all that away, wow. you know. Um, <coughs> hey, hey, and uh, and to see then from that place how conscious we will become. That's what that I don't, I don't know if you were catching that as I was saying it earlier. Like, like one of the big things I'm just releasing as a, as a preacher of the gospel is just consciousness of what is right. So we've been talking about because everything is amazing, just we haven't been aware of it, right? This is heaven on earth, but we've been unconscious because what caused that unconsciousness? It was a fall. But what was the fall? The fall was simply believing things about reality and about God that were worse than than reality. Or you could say exchanging the goodness of God for lesser things. And so this father-mother love feeling it and experiencing that and and you know you can you can take it to every great relationship the bridegroom and bride is a beautiful one to to go into and that's one that's being explored massively throughout the body of Christ right now too the mm-hmm. song of solomon reality as you begin to experience these personally mm-hmm. uh, your consciousness or your awareness of the gospel which is what reverses the curse and all of the all of those things begin to, you begin to live free from it. You know, so basically that's just a long way of saying unconsciousness comes from insecurity. So consciousness comes from security. Hey. And so, you know, this can help you in ministering to people too because when you find people that seem completely unconscious, just minister to them the security of the love of God. You know, and watch how they awaken to reality. You know, mm. you can argue with them all day long about the gospel and the finished work. It's not really going to help, right? Mm. A lot of you have tried it. That's why it's hilarious yeah. on Facebook. You know, mm. if someone's disagreeing with you about the finished work or whatever, 
It's usually because it's too good to be true for them, mm-hmm. which is usually because there's some insecurity regarding the love of God, that the love of God just seems too good to be true. You know, and mm-hmm. so the finished work doesn't make sense. It's like all these question marks arise about the finished Whoa. work because yeah. all they can feel, it doesn't feel true, you know? Huh. It's like, heaven, oh, here, have heaven on earth. <laughs> A lot of people will be like, F you, man. Heaven <laughs> on earth, my ass. <laughs> you know, it doesn't feel like heaven on earth. My life is hell. Uh, but that's what, you know, like like my mm-hmm. earthly father, Lynn's really good at just hugging people, you know. A lot mm-hmm. of you are just good at just loving on people and just... Mm-hmm. And, and what you're doing is moving in the father and mother's love mm-hmm. and just beginning to touch that area. It's it's <laughs> like you bypass the brain, you know. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. lo- I do love bypassing the brain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You bypass the brain, baby. I got so many people annoyed at me on Facebook about that. <laughs> I'm like, dude, do you really think anyone makes a logical decision anywhere? <laughs> no one makes logical decisions. Everybody's making decisions based on their insecurities or their securities. Yeah. Which perception, though, comes from that? You know what I mean? That, yeah. That's the... That... Yeah, yeah. Dude. Oh. But I'm so excited, dude, to see uh, insecurity just, just be blown away. You can never address an insecurity really that directly because it's too painful. But if you just love on people and watch people flower into the consciousness of who they are, the consciousness, you know, and, uh, whew, wow. <laughs> Whoa, it's like fire on ice. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah there you go. It it all away, just... Come on, dude. Mm. The heart of stone, you know. Mm. That's what music is so good at, too, you know, just music, like, mm. a lot of times, I, w- I almost included in the notes, like, mm-hmm. just listen to some Jason Upton for this yeah. one, because some of these guys that just... The music is carrying something yeah. that reminds you of the father, you know. Yeah. Like you just feel the father on those chords mm-hmm. and those certain chords are played and and uh mm-hmm. man, they they don't open up the heavens, the heavens are already open, but they sure yeah. can open your heart sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And you just feel a melting go on mm-hmm. and you're like <laughs> you're like uh for me the picture I get a lot of times is like I'm washing up on the shore. <laughs> like, I'm just like, you've been, at, most people have been at sea without a life preserver. They've just been like, and it's like, try preaching to someone who's been at sea for like 40 days, you know what I mean? It's like, just get me on the shore, you know? <laughs> just let me wash up, you know? I'm washed up on the shore of God's yeah. desire. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. So when Jesus came, you know, and they're asking Jesus, teach us how to pray, mm. you know, in, in Matthew 6, and I think it's Luke 11, how profound it was. Mm. In our culture, like in our day, we've just said the Lord's Prayer so many times, we've just taken it for granted. But, dude, it was a, it was a major, like, slap mm. to the face almost. Jesus was like, say, Our Father. I mean, just starting with that was like, oh my God, did he just say that? Uh-huh. Like, because they're expecting this religious dogma 
You know, they're expecting mm-hmm. some like little here's here's the prayer you pray, you know. Just yeah. say uh Hail Father full of grace <laughs> blah 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 R- repeat religious ritual now start it over again, you know. But they never dared to hear someone talk about God as their father and mm-hmm. and uh this revealed how much Jesus <laughs> knew of God that no one had ever known before. Like, that's another like mm-hmm. little crazy historical uh, turning point to see that up until this time, like, we throw the term Father God around so much, but until that time, like, nobody would ever do that, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, and so it, sometimes it can help just to look back over the course of time and just realize mm. the profoundness of being able to call God your father, you know, mm. and, uh, and how much this mm. changed history. And, and when Jesus said, you know, I'm declaring the name of God mm. with the father, the father heart was so mm. profound there. And, and, uh, mm. wow. Mm. Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to see this embrace, guys. It's, uh, yeah, it's just a living reality, you know. Um, I picture, the way I picture this next generation of leaders, you know, this next generation of, call them pastors or whatever you want to call them, call them just people, Uh call them gods. Uh This next generation of god people are are going to be so, uh, you know, just wrapped in the love of God that they're never going to reject the people that they're ministering to. Um, They're never going to reject their flock. You know, I just look at, I see all of you guys, like, Mm -hmm. probably having, in these days to come, like, I mean, it could be millions of people under the shadow of your wing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, uh, but what I picture, man, is like something so different than what ministry's been like, you know? Something so different in so many ways, but in the love factor. Like, so many ways, but like, man, something like Brad Weikert said a few weeks ago, it's like uh, King Solomon, or, or one of these guys, I think it was Solomon, prayed to God, not the wisdom prayer, but later at another point he said, Maybe it was around the wisdom prayer time, but he's like, I want to fit the entire nation of Israel in my heart. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's cool. The world. And I just, I just imagine, mm. yeah, like, ministries <laughs> that, like, what does it mean to carry someone, like, to have your heart expanded so that people, mm. literal people with names and faces that you know can fit inside of your heart? Wow. And in order to be in that place, you have to <coughs> have had somebody father you to be that way. Yeah. And there's not going to be, probably, at this point, you know, I mean, really, it's just Father God that's going to do that for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Father, Mother, God. And even as we father and mother others, it, it's really just as vicariously as a conduit so that they would... You know, they're going into father and mother's heart because yeah. none of us can carry that on our own, obviously. You know what I mean? But yeah. I see a generation of ministries that are going to be, they're going to have their heart expanded like Jesus. 
you know, Jesus' heart to say, like, when you see me, you see the Father. Like, like a generation that's, you know, the oh, man, something as I was doing that video today, you guys, on suffering. Suffering. <laughs> I was doing this video on suffering, which is a lot happier than it sounds. <laughs> but something that I was... Something that I was, I was, word. I was mm-hmm. looking at, dude, was, um, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus actually l- l- came to say, mm-hmm. you guys can blame me for all the world's problems if you want to. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there was so much love in the heart of Jesus mm-hmm. that the world has had questions throughout the ages, and... In the church, a lot of times, we've tried to argue people back and justify God. But God didn't come to justify Himself. He actually came and justified you. And He comes in, and, and the way I see this picture is like, the Father's heart is that like, you know, when the kid messes up, the Father says, I'll take the blame. You know what I mean? Have you ever seen a good father like that? Maybe you haven't. I've seen some in the, in, in the world that have been a picture of our Heavenly Father. Like, the kid messes up, and the father steps in and takes the consequence for it. He says, these are my kids. Mm-hmm. And even in the midst of that, what we've seen in the church so far is like when when the people in the congregation mess up, the pastor just throws them under the bus. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, well, they weren't really a part of our flock anyways. Mm-hmm. Or, or whatever, you know, but... This is what the Lord's continually challenging me to do here, and I'm still learning and growing in it, you know, but, dude, how amazing would it be to, like, have churches where, like, they're never going to, like, you know, turn you down. <laughs> like, you could be, you could literally F the, your whole life up, and they're like, and, and they're going to be like, hey, that's my kid, dude. Like, what are you going to do? Like, Gangs have that much love sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like gangs on the streets, you'll see that kind of like loyalty. How much more is that in the heart of the Father for us? Like, mm-hmm. And that can like really mess with us because sometimes you feel like you've messed it up, you know? Like whenever that condemnation or whatever, the, which is all lies, but sometimes in the moment you may even forget that it's all stupid lies. And... But maybe you might remember at that time that you have a father that's like, hey, even if you did, I'd, I'm not here to like, he's not trying to keep a, his flock with a good name. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's not like maintaining appearances. Like, he's got you in his heart. <laughs> like, that's my kid, dude. Like, what are you going to do? Like, <laughs> I don't know. To me, that's just drunk, dude. Like that, you know, it's like, it's one thing to tell someone to just, oh, you're having a problem? Go get drunk. <laughs> but it's another thing to be able to, to tell them something about their father like this. To say like, hey, you're having, you're having trouble? Check this out. You're so deep in the heart of God right now that even if you, were, you caused all that trouble yourself, he's going to be like, that's my kid. Mm. <laughs> Dude, I'm so excited about this kind of love, man. Like, I really believe that there's going to be a generation of ministers like this. Like, this is what Worldwide Awakening is going to look like, you know? It's going to get down to the nitty-gritty and stuff. And and I know, like, even as a school, you know, we've gone through some bumps in the road. 
you know, even in our relationships together here. And if you hang around this community very long, you'll you'll see more bumps in the road. Sometimes people come to Fort Wack and they're like, "Hey, this is all drunk. You guys, mm. must be, you guys seem so happy and high. You must never have any troubles, you know." Yeah. But it's like Jesus said, "In this world, you have trouble." Like maybe circumstantially, as the consciousness of the world is changing, but take heart because I've overcome the world. <laughs> and uh, anyways, dude, I know this is, you know this is all stuff you all know, of course. <laughs> You're all over familiar with this stuff, uh, but no, dude. There's a generation of of leaders, and I just see this as. We're going to be so secure and so, so like, just at home um, that people will even mistake our security for, like, you know, laziness or they'll mistake because they won't, they don't see us running around like chickens with our heads cut off, you know, trying to please the Father. Like, they don't ever see us getting, like, super upset because they're, they're like, you're just too chill. Like, what's wrong with you, you know? But that's what the love of God does to you. Like, it's like the ultimate uh, glory sedative. <laughs> like, just giving you... Now, it'll give you a passion to a burning passion for hearts, you know. But it's going to come out of that place of peace. And I think that's something that's really being uh, established right now, like in our community, in our school, is like a foundation of peace that, you know... Because, honestly, the Lord... It, you know, knows how much we can handle. If we could handle millions of souls to disciple right now, we would have them. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the Lord's positioned us in such a timing because he, he doesn't need our help. He's bringing us along for the ride. But He's positioning you in such a way that when these millions of disciples or however many, some of you are discipling cities, regions, planets maybe, I don't know, you know. But you're going you're gonna to have such a solidity that List, I mean, dude, uh, firstly, none of you have to do ministry, right? You know that, right? Yeah. Praise the Lord. But if you want to do ministry, which mo- all of you, that's why you're here, you want to do ministry, dude, you're going to have some crazy accusations against you. You're going to have a lot of people against you. You're going to have friends turn against you. You're going to have the people that are closest to you turn against you. Well, are you going to be able to, even in the end, be so secure <coughs> Like Jesus has said, you know what? Just let them blame me. Let them blame you? Like, let them blame me. Yeah, they could, they could just let them blame. That, I'm just saying, like, Jesus said, let the whole world blame me if they want to. You know what I mean? Even Paul. Paul is the same. Like, as we mature in this, we'll be so secure in the Father's love. You know, that thing that they teach about, you're like every person has a love bank, mm-hmm. is true, but the thing is, they teach it like you, your love bank's going to get empty and you need to keep filling it up and yeah, empty. Yeah. That's also true if you haven't encountered the Father's love. But once you've encountered the gospel mm-hmm. and the love of the Father, you can have yeah. a, a love, a, a tank inside of you that's always overflowing. Whoa. And yeah. at that point where it comes, even because... Man, it's been crazy just the few years that I've been in ministry to see, like, how many even good friends, like, turn on you, you know? Uh-huh. You're like, dude, this person knew me. Like, they knew what I was about. Uh-huh. Like, but two years later, they don't want to talk to me. 
And and uh, I you you can either what most people think about God is that God is eventually going to get revenge on those people. You know, the vengeance is mine and all that stuff. Vengeance, mm-hmm. vengeance. But when you see Jesus, Jesus said, "You know what? They can I don't they can even blame me because I'm so secure. If they want to, they can just curse me and they can kill me." And mm-hmm. what I'm going to say with my last breaths is, forgive them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he did it with joy. Yeah. You know, he did it with joy. Yeah. And I'm not saying every one of you is going to a cross or anything, but you could. You don't have to, because you're going to overcome, and your life is life abundantly. Yes. But if you did, you'd be so jacked up, like all the, like many of the martyrs of the past. <laughs> Like like Pam was talking about the other day, get your head cut off, you just pick it up, and you keep walking. You just keep preaching. Wow! And there's no offense in your heart, because you're, you're so in love with them, and you see from the Father's perspective that they're just confused little kids like you once were. You know, they're just confused little kids. Whoa! And how can you get upset with the confused little kid and say... Oh, I can't forgive you. You forgive them because you know they don't even know what's going on. They don't even know. They're not trying to do anything. And and uh, we're, we're, our hearts are being expanded by this Father's love just to say like, Hey, you know what? Like, I don't even have to justify myself before any of you guys, of you, you know? Not you guys, but anyone. Yeah. I don't have to justify, you don't have to justify yourself because you're eternally justified in your Father's love. And, uh, whoa. Hey. (laughs) So I'm so excited for it to see this change of like, of momentum from, from building political ministries that have to safeguard their flock by, by, you know, putting on a happy face or something, you know, that's a, a lot of people have seen that so much in ministry when they see our drunkenness, they, they don't want to trust it because they're like, oh yeah, Christians, you guys always just act, act happy, you know, and you're supposed to just put on a smiley face. And I, I do remember going to some churches like that. It's been a long time. Hallelujah. But, but you're like, dude, that guy's smile is like plastic surgery. It's on there. <laughs> because if if you haven't embraced this and experienced this type of father's love, the only alternative for growing in ministry is by politically maneuvering to make everything look good. Because you'll be afraid if you if you're not experiencing this, you'll be insecure and you'll have to to make yourself look good on the outside. And that's what most people do with their lives anyways, you know. Mm. It, they're keeping up appearances, you know. Um, but ministry is going to be so messy because there's so many real lives. Look at how messy Jesus' ministry was. <laughs> so messy. It's going to be really messy. And there's going to be a lot of controversies. Like, Jesus had a scandal like every week. And it's yeah. usually over the people that he's including and how messy their lives are. Who you're associating with because your heart's so big. You know? <laughs> That's what we've gotten in trouble with here. Literally, we've gotten in a lot of trouble for the people that we associate because we just refuse to reject them. 
have actually been rejected by almost every ministry connection I've ever had over that same very same reason. And that's not to say, oh, how great I am or whatever, but I've just seen that God's like that. Like, God would rather be associated because our Father's like, that's my kid, dude. That's my kid. That's my kid. Yeah, my kid's like flicking off people because he's so free in Christ. (laughs) That's my kid. (laughs) Yeah, my kid's like doing drugs, but like, he's my son, you know? Like, that's, that's my kid, you know? That's, that's my, my kid. Like, yeah, my kid's like just chewed you out for no reason, or my kid did this or that, but like, uh, he continues to be associated with us at the deepest level. Like, he continues to put his name on us, you know? Like, his stamp of approval. Like, he doesn't withdraw your Christ badge on bad days, you know? <laughs> you have that Christ badge. Like, the, like that's the scandal of God is his gifts and callings are irrevocable. <laughs> this is what none of us can understand in the ministry world. They're like, well, the man's still walking in healing ministry even after he's had yeah. 12 sexual scandals. Like, mm-hmm. come on, God, just withdraw your blessing. And God's like, mm-hmm. that's my kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, well, he might be your kid, but he's not going to be in our church. <laughs> it's like, oh. dude. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, I love I love the story of the prodigal son, loving father, whatever you want to call it. I mean, just it's so drunk, dude. Mm. It continues to scandalize everyone, everywhere, all the time. And the woman at the window. Dude, it's like all of Jesus' parables are pretty much mm. like about this. <laughs> it's all about this, like, you know, the one, the parable where everybody gets the same pay at the end of the day, even though, like, one of them, like, came in, like, two, two minutes before pay time, you know? Like, That's good. Wow. That's scandalous, like, you're like, well, how much rewards, how much glory am I going to have on my life? It's like, well, um, you know, you all get the same. <laughs> you all get Jesus' glory on your life. <laughs> like, wait, you, you mean no matter what? Like, well, the thief on the cross got it. <laughs> like, about how much work did he put in to get into paradise? <laughs> Yeah, dude, I mean, that dude broke all the rules, man. He's like, he got paradise instantly. That's not right. He got time for that. I've had to go through 50 years of long suffering discipleship, Lord. Paradise is in heaven. Whatever. Paradise is in We are paradise. Today. Now is in paradise. Hey! Yeah, that's why this, this topic of security, which is. It, it's hilarious how little it's spoken of in so many places. It's like security is such a big deal. Like it's so much of the gospel, you know. Like it's there's so. I mean, you mm. can almost see it as like the primary theme of the scriptures, mm. securing God's love. You know. Uh, oh, like 
just all over the place. It's like, you know, just trying to bring us back to this place that if God is for us, who could be against us? And as that confidence grows, it's like you almost hear that phrase with like a laugh, laughter and exclamation mark. Who could freaking be against us? Like, like we have the father of lights that spoke creation with a word. Like, you think you're going to, like, change... You're going to change my position? You're going to, like, move me? I'm, like, an immovable object. Like, I'm an unchangeable force. Like, I didn't start this. This wasn't my idea. Like, this isn't... I have nothing to defend here, and I have nothing to prove. You know, those, those are big statements. Like, I don't have to prove anything. Firstly, when you know you don't have to prove anything to God, then you know you don't have to prove anything to anyone. And so it's like, you're even like, you know, even like I make my videos on YouTube. Sometimes I'm like, afterwards, I'm like, oh, was it good? Was it not good? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I stopped like trying to, you know, even analyze it because I'm like, listen, it wasn't my idea. You know, like, mm-hmm. and I have nothing to prove. So if they don't like it, who cares? Like, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just myself. And being myself today is going to bless people because God created me. You know, even, even in the worst of abuse, and and talking from experience, yeah. all I ever wanted to know is that we're okay. Yes. All people mm-hmm. want to know. It's true. Is that they're okay? So that they're loved. Mm-hmm. Love is what everybody okay. wants, and to be happy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and. Once I knew mm-hmm. I was okay, that's how I could forgive all those witches. Because I was secure in my father, not in what they had done, or what they didn't do, or what they told me I was or wasn't. The love of the father is almost like he did heart surgery, and things just started to fall off. Mm. The freedom that comes in security, Mm -hmm. you just get more childlike, and it's just Mm -hmm. horrified. You can... It's just freedom. Mm. It brings true freedom. Because there's no hooks, no... And you can abandon it all. Because you're safe. Uh, You just start to forgive everybody in that place because uh, you don't feel this need to justify yourself anymore. Mm. You don't feel this need to prove anything to anyone anymore. And and, uh, you don't... Uh, it's just so hard to hold on to things when you're just so happy mm. and love. Mm. <laughs> mm. You know, that, that's why I love the drunken glory. And I can never back down on it because it's so emotionally healthy. <laughs> the true drunken glory is so freaking emotionally healing and healthy. It's like, wow. like uh, it, it's because for me, what I've seen, it's love drunkenness. <laughs> I, I like the term love drunk because you're just so. It's like someone might argue with you about the semantics of, well, I don't see the terms drunk and glory in the Bible. It's like, well, do you have a problem with being so in love with God that you feel intoxicated? Like, <laughs> I don't know how you could have a problem with that. Like, <laughs> like you, you, do you have a problem with, like, how about this? How about knowing that you're so incredibly loved and mm-hmm. feeling that every day to the point where you feel like your body's going to physically explode? Mm-hmm. How about that? Can we put yeah, it that way? Is I that guess. okay? <laughs> because that type of a love causes you to be hammered drunk. 
but also makes you so emotionally healthy because you know that when you feel that love, when you're tasting that love, dude, you know that you'll never be rejected. You, you, it could someone could tell you that, but you already know it by experience. You're you're like, Ugh, and uh, and it's from that place. That's why like drunk people should have the easiest time forgiving. You know, it's just yeah. like water off a duck's back, as they say. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. hey, I'm too drunk to even remember. Let's let's be honest here, dude. Like, how does God remember your sins <laughs> no more? Because He's so drunkenly in love with mm. you, like that, that love is blind. Uh-huh. You know, like. <laughs> but it's the reality. <laughs> yeah. He's so drunkenly mm-hmm. in love with you. So forgiveness flows like mm-hmm. water, guys, and so. And uh, that's what this this love does. Mm. It's. Only when you're truly secure, I think we're all just beginning to see who we really are. You know, because Amen. we're never... Religion doesn't let you do that. Amen. Religion, you know, religious groups are filled with people that don't know who they are. Amen. They've never been allowed to explore that. They've never... Uh, you can always tell it's a religious message if it leaves you feeling like you need to become something that you're not. Hmm. Or it makes you feel like you want to be somebody else. If you leave the meeting wishing you could be like the minister, it wasn't the gospel. Wow. (coughs) Because the message is supposed to empower you to be yourself. Wow. That's good. And this is what knowing God as our Father, not not even just our Father, but your own Father. You know, Mm. that aspect of it. The individualized, yes, corporate, but individualized expression. And uh, it's so cool to talk about mantles and things like that, but you have your own mantle. You are a mantle. (laughs) We all have Jesus' mantle. I am the mantle. You also have your own specific mantle, and and that's what the Father's love does. Wow. Um this last little segment before uh, we end tonight, I just wanted to talk about intimacy again. Uh, so good. So, so beautiful to intimately know God. Um, hey, there's been a cool revival. Of it. I was just talking with a, a church leader, um, but he was a grace guy. He's like one of the only grace teachers there. But uh, he, he, he's like, in his 60s or whatever, he's like, I became familiar with the finished work, you know, Mm. in the In Christ message, like back in the 70s. But what I love today, and this was a cool encouragement he was giving to us, he's like, because he he was talking to me, and he was like talking about kind of some of the groups that were part of, he's like, what I love is to see this, that there's, you're not just preaching in Christ, but you're preaching the finished work Mm. with with intimacy, Mm. like with, with an intimate relationship. Like, it's not just a message, and he was just encouraging that, you know, he's just like, we, be, we got to know the doctrine a lot of times, and so it was really easy just to turn it into how to get rich, or how to get healed, or how to get whatever, mm-hmm. but, and those are important, but, like, you know, like, I was speaking with Andre a couple of years ago, I was like, wow, like, if everybody's already complete, and everything's okay and I was really like 
my, this was when my paradigms were totally being blown away for the finished work. But I asked Andre, like, why do we even preach the gospel? You know? Uh-huh. And uh, he said, well, it's so that we can help them to know the intimate relationship with the Father. <laughs> and it was like, oh, God. I was like, oh, yeah, duh. <laughs> it's going to cry. <laughs> you're like, why do we even preach this gospel? And he's just like, you know, I was just having a lot of paradigms blown, and it was just a, a moment where I was like, kind of. That's where a lot of people stumble, too. Yeah, yeah. You, you, well, you, you, you get. Uh, man, we've been uh, preaching the gospel for so many wrong reasons, <laughs> you know. But and this is what this gospel has that every philosophy, you know, that every teaching, that every every spiritual path. There's no no one that highlights your relationship with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Like, there's only Christ reveals that. Mm. Only preaching Christ can bring mm. someone to know intimately and personally the God of the universe. That's true. True discipleship. That's people true. ask people ask me all the time, like, well, That's how do you incorporate true. the Father's discipline? And I'm like, you know, there is a time within this relationship where you put, you know, you put challenges out there. You, you say, hey, like, I'm going to ask you cause, because I believe in you. To, to take this step, but overall, the Father's discipline, dude, is just, he, you enjoy each other so much that you re- begin to respect the things that the Father mm. loves, and you begin to be like, oh my gosh, like, you're so awesome, and if you love this, it must be awesome, because you're awesome, and I like you, and you like mm. me, <laughs> we have so much fun together that I actually <laughs> trust you, you know. Mm. Yeah, and and that's why I did that video that I did today on on you know I I did a, I did a video on suffering because so many people are confused and they think God is sending suffering and and uh, who would want to hang out with the Father that's just always sending suffering all the time like <laughs> he doesn't yeah. sound like who would want to be intimate and and maybe a lot of times even in our own hearts it's what's caused us to enjoy a message but may sometimes shy away from the person. Because of these wrong mindsets of, of what our fathers like, and, and uh, so so much of the gospel is declaring to people the goodness of God, wow. and and that's why I love associating with the, this mm. joy, you know, mm-hmm. this wild, frolicking, childlike, pure, innocent mm. joy and love and mm. expressive love, because man, like. Most people, it's like all someone was talking about all of these videos we have of Jesus, and he always looks so depressed, you know. <laughs> almost every movie of Jesus, he's like, "Forgive them for me." Forgive them. <laughs> you know, you're like, "What, dude?" Like kids grow up thinking that Jesus was like that, you know. So they think yeah, their father's like that, and all these pictures. But but this gospel doesn't just reveal a message, and and. Uh, it reveals this intimate relationship, and so, man, how cool is it to gonna be to see people set free to have these wild adventures with Mama God, these wild like, earth, you know, crossing the seas, you know, wow, like, you, you know, these trips across the world, you know, would scare some people, but when you know you're just having an adventure with God, you know, when you're hearing God's voice and you just 
you know, and that and that's a lot of what you know this this time of growth in ministry is about too is just um, learning what's the voice resonating from within versus all the voices that are coming from outside you know and that and that's so much of growing in the prophetic or whatever or growing in all of your ministry words you want to minister to someone um, security in intimacy with Papa gives you that foundation so that you're flowing with the words of life rather than just sitting there in this you know, confusion about sometimes picking words out of the air or picking words out of just wrong mindsets. But instead, like, you just, you've, you've lived that life so oftentimes in that communion that it's just so natural for you to, like, be like, oh, that's Daddy's voice, you know? Like, and how cool is it when you hear someone speaking with Daddy's voice, you know? Like, so many times it's just, it's not even the content, but the but the tone of voice that they're using, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't handle yelling preachers much anymore, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm like, no. that, my dad doesn't do that, so I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> or Come yelling, on. you know, yelling prophets. I mean, my dad might yell in excitement sometimes, <laughs> you know, I hear that, but the that yelling at the person, like, I just don't hear that, you yeah. know? It's <laughs> wow. screaming at the person, like, screaming their lungs out of it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, how much of our ministry protocol has been based out of insecurity, you know? Mm. <laughs> yeah. But, but just, yeah. like, hanging out with Dad. <laughs> yeah. Hanging out with Dad and, and, and being familiar with that, you know? Um, but, you know, uh, the cool thing too, in, in what can help sometimes in, in our security is, I feel like there's, I, 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 I feel like the finished work can, brings clarity to our intimacy. It, it brings context, like, it can describe what is the nature of this intimacy as well. Um, I don't think we have to pick and choose, like, oh, well, these are the intimacy guys and these are the finished work guys. What's going to be so cool is to see people that have a clear message of the gospel and what Christ has done, giving context. And let me, I preached on this a while back, but let me just go over it again because it's so powerful. Um, Ephesians chapter 1, one of my favorite chapters in the whole Bible. Super drunk. You could live for millions of years on it probably. I don't know. But, you know, it says uh, in verse 4 of Ephesians 1, he chose us in Him before the foundation of the world that we would be holy and blameless before Him in love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ according to the purposes of His will, the praise mm-hmm. of His glorious grace with which He has blessed us in the Beloved. Mm-hmm. Um, those verses, Ephesians uh, 1, 4 to 6, really give like a an eternal picture of our intimacy because someone spoke recently and it really brought a lot of clarity to me. It might sound weird at first, but you don't have your own personal relationship with Jesus. Um, you do and you don't. This, like what, what that means is, and that can sound, uh, wait, what? I thought you were talking about intimacy. I thought you were talking about my personal intimacy. <laughs> but, What's amazing about also knowing that you don't have your own is that 
this intimacy is not established based on how much you've cultivated it recently. Or, say you try to ignore God. Uh, say you try to run from God. Say you feel like you've missed God. Sometimes you're like, man, I haven't been as uh, devoted to my time with the Lord. The cool thing is, is you were chosen in Him before the foundation of the world. You're, you're in, in some places it says, accepted in the Beloved. I think that's probably the KJV. <coughs> yeah, He has made us accepted in the Beloved in the KJV. But, but just speaking of the fact that your inclusion in Christ secures you that intimacy at any moment of time. Like, that this is why... And you've, you've already experienced this. You, you mm-hmm. always feel like you can pick right back up with God. Yeah. You know? You're like, wow. Like, any moment. And that doesn't seem right sometimes. It actually will yeah. scandalize you. Uh. Sometimes and almost discourage you until you know that this is actually the way God intended it. God's uh. so good that he said... What, one, another way to look at Jesus Christ is... Jesus Christ is the preservation of the true you. Um, I love thinking of that the term with with the term preserve. Just like we were talking about, keep before is a powerful word. The word preserve is a powerful word because in Christ, uh, this is why you can you can say that I was found in Christ before I was even lost in Adam, because Christ was always the Word of God is always the preservation about the truth, not just about God, but also about you. (coughs) You are unchanging, not just because, oh wow, I'm a a powerful person in and of myself. No, but because you're in union with Mm. Jesus Christ, and inside of Him, your true and original identity is always preserved, but not just even your identity, but also your intimacy. And uh, did you have it in your translation? Why don't you read that one? I'm sure it's good. The Ben Campbell Johnson. Before God even started to create the world, he picked us out through Christ because he wanted us to live a life of love in the world Mm. and become whole persons related Mm. to him. Mm. Because of his love, God determined to adopt us as children into his family by Jesus Christ. Mm. Truly, he will be completely fulfilled and praised through the mm. unconditional acceptance he has offered us in Christ. Come on, dude. It's through him. It's not even... Yes. Wow. That, that's that preservation <laughs> that this finished mm. message brings. Like, no matter how you felt, no matter what you've done, not just are you saved. I think the church is like comfortable saying, I'm always forgiven, I'm always saved. <laughs> but even your intimacy is preserved. So it's like, you're not just standing in your own intimacy, but John 17, you get to have the intimacy that the Father and the Son were having from before the world was. Mm. It even talks how it keeps us on track. Dude, what verse is that? Is that it? It's 7 and 8. Why don't you read those? It sounds wrong. Through Christ, (laughs) His death for us, we can be assured that we are delivered from meaninglessness. It's setting in on the track of God's original intention for us. There it is. His full revelation of Himself and His unconditional love Mm. in Christ, God has also demonstrated us how to stay on the track. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. Come on.
come on, dude. Just feel. I mean, can you feel that? Can you feel it? Can you feel the communion going on in your belly now? Not just in your belly, but throughout the whole cosmos. But can you feel it inside of you? The communion that the Father and the Son had from before the world was. Like, an eternal communion. Ah! An eternal communion. You're like, you're like, well, I didn't have a very good day with the Lord. It's like, dude, who cares? Just tap into the eternal communion right now. To just, whoa. And so that confidence and that security allows you on what you might have thought was your worst day. Which, wow. as you believe this, you won't have any worse days anymore yeah. eventually. But, praise the Lord. But, even if you thought you were having like the worst time, your confidence can be restored in a second. And you don't need anyone to lay hands on you. You don't have to go to another ministry conference. You don't have to call a friend. Of course, you can do all those things if they encourage you. But, you have been preserved in the Beloved from the foundation of the world. Nothing, mm-hmm. like the old song says, nothing can pluck you from his hand. Mm-hmm. Nothing can pluck you, not just in the palm, but you are the hand. Yeah. You yeah. are you are Jesus Christ. So you, this is why a lot of people don't understand predestination, because they're trying to understand who has been included in Christ. It's like, no, like, God predestined Jesus Christ himself. No. So like... <laughs> Jesus, like, God wasn't picking out who's going to get in or who's going to get out. Like, God picked Jesus, and then everybody's included in that in Jesus. So there was always a communion going on in the Trinity. This is why some people even believe in, like, pre-incarnation, you know what I mean? Like, like you existed in the mind and heart of God before you ever entered your mother's womb, you know? And uh, some people find encouragement by the fact that maybe you and God even made an agreement for you to come here. You know what I mean? Like, so you're like, wow, what is my life about? Or like, why did you put me here, God? And God's like, well, you kind of volunteered. (laughs) You like, we we didn't do this separately. Like we did this together. You know what I mean? Like, because you you and I have always had an eternal communion from the foundation before the foundations of the world. Like there's been something going on. You know, no. that's just a random thought. You don't even have to agree with me on it, but, no. but uh, the point is that you don't Whoa. like. There's a lot of guys out there, even like this is where some of the pitfalls of the intimacy camp can come. Sometimes is like mm. they'll talk about how you need to like soak more, or you need to like mm. you know meditate more, or you just well you need to develop mm. that, develop that relationship yeah. over time, and that sounds right, and in your experience that will feel true. But in reality, you get to tap in, and there's even a memory within you of, of an intimacy that's been going on for millions of years, in fact, eternity past. Wow. So it's like, wow! So you're like, I don't know if I'm that intimate with the Lord. Dude, you're as intimate as it gets. Just it receive that and begin to experience an intimacy that's like, oh my God, like you're... It's like the trust levels that are there between you and Holy Spirit are like so high. Mm. You know, the adventures that you can have, the explorations that you're going to get to go on. Wow. Whoa. Like you could be like, man, I didn't know I trusted God this much. It's like, yeah, well, you you have the faith of Christ manifesting in you right now, you know. You're like, oh, the love. I'm so in love with God. Like I feel like I'm an endless ocean of love exploding at all times. Like. I don't know where this came from, like, because I've never, you know, in, in earthly relationships, you feel like you have to spend time to get to that level of love. 
but you're in a relationship that transcends time. So you're like, you're mm. boundless, limitless seas of intimacy, you know? <laughs> like you can go from Song of Solomon 1 to the end of chapter 8 in, a, in an instant. In fact, you already are there, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to progress. Like some of the intimate guys will teach you how to progress through the Song of Solomon. You can go through the whole chapter at will. You know, how, where is Jesus at in the Song of Solomon? You know, like, <laughs> like what's the journey of Jesus in his consciousness? Like take as long, as short as you want. You can just, the end from the beginning, the beginning from the end, you know, whoa, it's such a, there's, so this is where I see the finished work message, not just enhancing the intimacy, but my God, blowing it up, dude, (laughs) like, like an intimacy that can never be stopped or thwarted. You know, <coughs> adventures in God, you know, mm. uh, adventures beyond your wildest dreams in God. Mm. Like, hey, like this is why for me, like, like boredom is like the only thing that I think would be a sin. I mean, I'm kind of joking there, but like, how can you be bored? Like with this going on, you know what I mean? Like, like, hey, just remember like, what's up? Like, Oh, it's like, you know, when you're walking in this, it's like, hey, how's your day going? Well, uh, it's like uh, being plugged into a billion zillion volts of electricity. Like, I'm in the intimacy of the Father and the Son before the world was. How's your day? (laughs) It's like, ah. And, uh, so, yeah, dude, uh, I mean, uh, it's pretty good, you know. It's pretty good. (laughs) So, so, wow, like, I, I love how, how Christ just establishes and, and reveals uh, more intimacy than our wildest dreams. We're not, we're not, you don't have to go to a thousand knowing God conferences anymore, you know. No one will teach his brother or neighbor in that day saying, know the Lord, for they will all know me, not just knowing about me, not just knowing the finished work message, but, but knowing me, like knowing... But the finished work message goes hand in hand to, to, to encourage you because it's the word of God to encourage your heart in the midst of any seeming contradiction or confusion to remain in that relationship. This is why I began to like the finished works to begin with anyways. like Not because, oh, it seems like a cooler, more theological message, but because for me, like my experience was I would sit in prayer rooms like hours a day and never feel God. You know what I mean? Like I'd, Or I'd feel God maybe like once a month or something. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, whoa, like, hey, I heard a word from the Lord. This is awesome. I'm writing my prayer journal, and half the time they weren't even accurate words anyways, you know. <laughs> but I went from that when I heard this message of, like, that, I mean, I have everything that Jesus has. I am everything that Jesus has now. And just begin to see that manifest through, like, how far down the rabbit hole does that go? Then I started to feel God. And hear God every day, all the time. Now, God doesn't a lot of times give me like tons of words for other people, you know. So it's like I'm not really always a prophetic machine or anything, but I'm always feeling God, you know. Like, like whoa, like I'm. I haven't had a dry day in like I can't remember, you know. I and uh, and this is most of your guys' experience now, you know, too. But but uh. You know, as we we're, we're going to be known, and we are known for like you know finished work or grace message and stuff. And I just don't want it to become a message. I I I feel like there's 
man, it's an adventure, you know. There's, there's so many beautiful things that the Lord's shown us about intimacy. And now, like, through this message, it's like all the stuff we were longing for in the Song of Solomon, we experience it all instantly and a thousand times more. Uh, hey, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're trusting Christ within, so. My God. So, yeah, dude, I mean, I... I encourage dreams and visions and, you know, journal your things God is saying to you, write down this stuff, um, or don't, if you don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. it's all good, but, but, uh, I love how, you know, the, this, the message of the gospel and in Christ brings such a clarity and a continued confidence to have these adventures, you know, and they're not going to become like the old, uh, weird intimate adventures that the charismatic people are seeing with like 20 shofars representing the fact that we need to roll crystal up in a in a towel and beat her with a plastic sword you know but they begin to speak powerful like lasting god fruit words because they're really coming like his holy spirit's main job is to reveal christ it's just to reveal you and the father having a real adventure (laughs) and just to come out of a I guess what I'm saying there, now I'm kind of going on a bunny trail, but there are some false intimacy things going on, you know, in the body, too. It's like people just writing down endless visions, like, you know, endless vain imaginations or whatever. And uh, a lot of these people are really genuine, but since they haven't had that clear revelation of Christ, it's like, there's just such a cloudiness. And, and God's not upset about that either. It's just little kids, you know, messing around, a little bit confused, but... Uh, anyway, mm. Holy Spirit revealing mm-hmm. Christ, giving us such a, a long-lasting, amazing clarity and foundation for adventures. So, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why, I, like, I love, I love just you know, like in our prayer times where we're just like saying all kinds of mm-hmm. wild stuff and we look mm-hmm. really out of our minds, you know, but. I feel mm-hmm. the true spirit of Christ on it, you know. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, there's, it's one thing when you're in one of those weird, wild prayer meetings and you just don't feel any juice <clears throat> on stuff. You're like, what are these people doing, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it, it's so funny how sometimes it can almost all look the same, too, a little bit. But there's yeah. a di- there is a difference, in, you know, the spirit of Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> there's, mm-hmm. like, there is a difference. Like, Jesus mm-hmm. is real, you know? <laughs> Just because you're having a loud, crazy prayer mm. meeting doesn't mean, like, you're even doing anything to do with Jesus sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... And the, and the condition <laughs> of Jesus, which is always yeah. interesting. Like, yeah. I was in a prayer meeting once where there were, like, 500 people. Mm. And, and it, like, God was standing right before me. I had everybody still singing about him, and he's yes. in the room, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> You know, and that security, I think, is what does it, because (laughs) when you're insecure, you feel like you have to make a prayer meeting pop, you know, so you're coming up with all of these, like, things, you have to make anything pop, like, you have to make your daily life pop, you have to make whatever, your preach, or whatever you're doing, you're, you know, and, and, and so you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off, and, uh, Someone can be like, wow, that was a wild and rowdy prayer meeting. It's like, yeah, but the Spirit of Jesus was saying something and nobody heard, you know. And everyone was just doing all this randomness. 
not and most of the time it's not because it's like they're all trying to do witchcraft or something weird. They're all just most of the time the people are just insecure and so they're just speaking from insecurity, praying out of insecurities or or whatever. But then the real spirit of Jesus is a wild and crazy get dude, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Quite an adventure, man. And so so uh, so you can have some you know, we'll have some cool adventures in this intimacy with so I'm I'm passionate for a true intimacy, you know. That that's why sometimes, you know, like it's like somebody's like vibrating on the floor and I get really jacked up. Mm. Someone another person's vibrating on the floor and I don't really get that jacked up. And I'm not like trying to judge it, but I only can really respond when I feel juice, you know? Yeah. Like someone's like, Whoa, Shaba! Whoa! <laughs> and I'm not gonna tell them to stop or anything, because yeah. like I'm like, you know, who knows, I could be wrong uh-huh. too. But if I don't feel juice on it, I'm not gonna like give them a courtesy <laughs> fault. Like, occasionally I'll do a courtesy fall just for fun. But, you know, but like, but in reality, like there's a real Jesus, you know, that we, that we get to know. And so it's like, that's what, you know, and, and even people in the world sometimes, they, they can feel the re- what's real, you know? Yeah. And so like, that's why like they come to some churches, you know, and that, they might be all shaba shubi shingy on things, but then it's just become like a form, and it's not like it's not the real manifestation. And so, you know, the same shaba that sets someone free, then next week you don't just say shaba and set someone free. Yeah, like you, it's all got to be out of overflow, you know. Yeah, and uh, but you know, I, I just found it's easier to just you know you. Don't, I mean, let's not judge anyone if we think that yeah. their laughter is real or not. I mean. Yeah. They're having a good time. They're having a good time. You know, let's just—they're included, and like let a, let's let everybody party. But, but uh, I I am like, well, I just know there's real intimacy, so I'm excited about it. I'm passionate mm-hmm. about it, and I just want to keep. You know, let's just uh, mm-hmm. have grace because we've all been insecure and done. We've all been quiet out of our insecurities, or we've all been loud out of our insecurities mm-hmm. at different times in our life. So let's just have grace with one another. But, but then just knowing as we just wake up every day empty headed and uh moving forward with just knowing Christ whoa and him crucified that there is gonna be some really amazing genuine adventures and uh it doesn't matter what it looks like we're gonna have a good time. Amen. Amen. Yeah.